0: Hello and welcome to Lunar Books Podcasts, where we dive deep into the world of books, mangas, comics, e-readers, movie adaptations, and all things bookish. I'm your host, Daniel Moon. Before we get into today's episode, show your support by liking, subscribing, and sharing, as your actions can make a huge difference in helping the podcast grow. So let's keep that momentum going. In the last episode, I spoke on how many books I had been reading, whether or not I should DNF any of those books, and then towards the end of the episode, I did decide to DNF most of the books that I was reading. But in today's chapter, I'll be reviewing the first book in the Harry Potter series. If you don't know by now, um, I am a huge Harry Potter fan, I've read all 7 books. Plus there are two side books that came with this series that I've also read. I've watched all eight movies. Um, plus I've watched the spin-off movies in the Fantastic Beasts series that came out afterwards. The only Harry Potter content I can safely say that I've not consumed as yet is the Cursed Child, the book and the play. Um, I will one day get into that book and play. Um, but not yet because the book and the play actually changes some things from the original timeline and story that I'm not yet ready to consume I actually started to read it once before but I just couldn't because of how it's the book the premise behind it and the changes that would made. Um, but yeah huge fan and I will one day like I said consume everything related to Harry Potter because of where i live i've not yet um visited any of the theme parks um i'd love to do that one day and continue consuming harry potter content i'm so much of a fan that i did every i've played except for the new game that came out recently for harry potter i've played every other game for harry potter from the different devices that exist um so yeah, I, I just love it. Not sure why, but after getting into it when I was younger, I've just been a fan of the Harry Potter series. And even during a time when I had stopped um, or my reading had decreased over the years I were completely stopped, I would still consume the movies um, over and over and over during times when I just want something um, familiar to consume. Now... Like I said, I'll be reviewing the first book, um, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. The name, however, was changed to Sorcerer's Stone, um, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, to appease the American audience, as the book publishers thought that American children would not want to read this book if the title had said Philosopher's Stone. A few other things that were changed in the book so as to appease the American audience and one such example is that the word football was replaced with soccer as Americans call football soccer and um, football if you don't know if you're if you live in the US by now you'll probably know what the rest of the world call football what football is what the rest of the world knows it as um, but yep so yeah, I'll be getting into that today and um, I must say though that there may be some spoilers if you have never actually consumed the book. I probably have just said one of them which as it relates to football and soccer, but that's not a minor one, but there should be some major spoilers into this episode. Now, like I said, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone is today's book for review the author is J.K. Rowling. I have no idea what J.K. stands for. and never looked it up and I don't think I want to look it up. Anyways, the genres that this book falls under is um, adventure, children's literature, fantasy, and of course fiction. The age group in which this book um, is mainly written for is middle grade or MG, but this book can be read no matter what age it is as long as they can read and they've been given permission by parents because some parents believe in the whole sorcery thing and books can lead to different things whatever let's not get into that but yeah it can be read by any age group as long as you're able to read Um, but it was mainly written for middle grade which is between think it's between seven and ten that's the middle grade age group um so yeah this book the actual original book has 223 pages not entirely sure how many pages there are for the kindle book um yes there would be a difference because it's a different format but i could not find that out while i was researching some stuff for this review now Uh, there are quite a few characters that were introduced to in this book i'm gonna give you the main characters first so the main characters that we have is harry potter who is our main character ronald ron weasley who is um harry's friend We have hermione granger who is also harry's friend and these three characters harry ron and hermione uh, by fans are known as the golden trio they did not get this name in the series itself it's just fans over the years gave them that name the golden trio then you have draco malfoy as a main character draco is harry's arch enemy he is in a different house he i don't know they've just been enemies since the very first day of hogwarts then you have neville longbottom neville is a clumsy but loyal friend in the the series but not harry's best friend then you have rubius hagrid rubius hagrid is and he actually said this in the book when we first met him keeper of keys and grounds at hogwarts rubius is also the first or the first official um the first official we call a magical person that harry met now our support characters we have oliver wood oliver is when harry enters hogwarts he is in his fifth year at being at hogwarts hargard and he's also the captain of the Quidditch team we have argus filch filch is the caretaker of hogwarts he's also a squib um then you have albus dumbledore dumbledore is the headmaster of hogwarts and while before becoming headmaster he was the teacher for the teacher for transfiguration and also was a part of the hog um, gryffindor house and i think he eventually became um head of the gryffindor house now we have minerva mcgonagall she is the deputy headmistress she's currently the professor for transfiguration and she is the head of the gryffindor house we have petunia dursley she is harry potter's aunt and she is the sister of harry's mother she's also the person that's taking care of harry We have vernon dursley who is petunia's husband Um, that's basically his main credit you have dudley dursley who is harry's cousin and a bully and is also described as being a blonde pig you have severus snape who is the professor of potions which is a subject that is similar to that of chemistry severus is also severus also despises harry well, technically he despises everyone that's not in the Slytherin house because he is the head of Slytherin. But outside of that, he particularly despises Harry. And then we have Quirinus Quirrell who, though he's a support character, he plays a vital role in the story itself for this first book. Now, like I said, this is a fantasy book that follows Harry Potter, who is a young wizard. Um, he also discovers that he he's of some magical heritage. On his eleventh birthday, when he receives a letter of acceptance to Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, Harry makes close friends, as like I said before, and a few enemies, like I said before, during his first year at the school. And with the help of those close friends, being Ron, Ronald Weasley, and Hermione Granger, he faces an attempted comeback by the wizard in, or the by the dark wizard lord voldemort Um, and lord voldemort is the one that killed his parents but failed again to kill harry potter now the a little bit more premise on this book actually i like it like i just said there are a few challenges that goes on and as the book title says philosopher's stone or sorcerer's stone this is a stone a magical item that it turns any metal to pure gold and it can give once that stone is um, turned into its liquid form once the person drinks it that stone grants that drinker immortality as long as they are drinking it now if they stop drinking it after a while they will die now the creator of the Philosopher's Stone he celebrated being 656 if I remember correctly years of age at this first book means he's been alive for six centuries almost seven centuries and later find out in the in on the fandom site as well as in um, the spin-off books fantastic beasts and where to find them we learn that the creator his name is nicholas flamel also has his wife and he's been around for a while just living he's also french meaning he's from france and more than likely went to the school called beau academy now this book um you know original before this continue to do some more definitions original earlier i mentioned the word quidditch quidditch is actually a magical sport where you have wizards and witches riding on brooms to play a sport Um, what it is is each mem each team has seven players you have three chasers um, two beaters one keeper and a seeker now these four players have to contend with four magical balls the first ball is the quaffle the quaffle is just a regular ball that the three chasers pass around to try and score in one of the three hoops on either side of the pitch each score is worth 10 points then you have the bludger there are two bludgers on um, in any match these bludgers are um, we call it no, magical balls or um, bewitched balls that they fly around on their own without any assistance from humans they fly around and try and knock any player off of their broom um, that is why you have two beaters the beaters job is to protect their own teammates from the bludgers now Earlier I said the quaffle. Now, the person that protects the goals, because like I said, there are three hoop-type goals. The person that protects that goal, those goals um, is the keeper. So those are six of the seven players. The final ball and player is the ball is known as a snitch. The snitch is a very small ball with very fast wings. Now this ball is so fast that it's very difficult to see and catch now if you've ever seen a hummingbird or you know what a hummingbird is and you see how fast the hummingbird flaps its wings the snitch is very similar to that of a hummingbird it's just that it's a ball now the seeker's job is to catch this ball which is the snitch now catching this ball does two things it ends the game and it also um provides that the person that catches it gives his team 150 points now ending the game with 150 points doesn't mean you'll win it there have been instances where catching the, the snitch only ends the game but the team that catches it loses because the other team had more points than they did No. The seeker now is the player that is needed to be protected the most because teams would try and harm the seeker in order to prevent them from catching, catching the snitch. Um, another definition is a squib. A squib is a human or person that is born from a magical family but has no magical abilities now for example if my, generations of my family have been witches and wizards and then i'm born and i can't do any form of magic no matter what then i'll be known as a squib now the reverse is true if generations of my family were non, non-magical um, and then I'm born with magic. Then I'll be known as muggle born That's it because the term muggle is for those that are not witches and witch- witches and wizards And I guess that's about it when it comes to a few of the definitions that I are words that I mentioned earlier Now, I'll be using the call call pile system um, grading system in order to review this book Cawpile is spelled C-A-W-P-I-L-E, the C stands for Character, the A stands for Atmosphere, the W stands for Writing, the P stands for Plot and Conflict, the I stands for intrigue. the L stands for Logic, and the E stands for Enjoyment. But before I actually do the car pile system, um, I must say for this book, for originality, I gave it an 8.5 out of 10 originality because, yes, the idea of having a magical school and different tasks that may happen and all of these things, um, I think is where most of the magic, um, the originality came from because magic has been something that has been in different books movie series long before this book was written and a lot of the names that are in this book are from other previously written works for example there's something you know in in everyday life normal life people say oh my god you know as a expression of excitement or whatever however in this book they say merlin's beard and merlin is a figure that we know of from english lore that is probably the first magician or the first magical being or whatever what he may be but yeah you get the point um as it relates to magic system i'll give it oh before and i go back to originality not just magic but you have other creatures within this um, series that we learn about later in life i said life i mean later in the series that are already there before this book was written some of these creatures are um dragons um werewolves vampires and a few other things so yeah they have other things that are new that i've never heard of before this book but yeah all right now to the magical system magical system i gave this uh eight out of ten and that's because like i said in originality there are so many things that the book took from other sources when it comes to magical beings and um, mythical creatures now on to copper first grading is character and this is based on character development character likability and all of that and i actually gave it 8.5 out of 10 um, the because it's the first book of course you don't you can't expect a lot but then you don't get for example for Quirrell Quirrell like I said he's a minor character but being a minor character he actually plays a very big role in the book's plot but you don't get a lot of details on Quirrell If you're only reading the first book because after the first book he is not gonna be around, sad to say he dies in this first book but what we get on Quirrell is not a lot, a few pages at most he's not mentioned a lot and you don't get much development on him really yes there's a plot twist towards the end of the book but you know you don't get much um so yeah 8.5 out of 10 and that's just one character the rest of them they do eventually shed some light on them um as time goes by in the series but this is for this book and that was one of those things that took away from it um so yeah 8.5 out of 10 now for atmosphere atmosphere speaks on mood tone world building and so on and i gave this a 9 out of 10 it was a very good world building We learned a lot about the magical world and i guess though it's no fault of the book or the writer itself but because it's been written from harry's point of view and he is learning about the magical world so we too are learning about it but there are times when he doesn't ask questions about certain things that you'd be intrigued about you know not unless it helps him to understand something else so if we're talking about banks and the topic if we're talking about banks in the magical world then goblins came up and then you then ask about the goblins and no, he then asks about the protection of the bank because he sees the goblins and he wants to know how money is stable because there's no humans blah blah blah, blah. whatever yes there's a bank in the wizarding world and there's only one that is known it's called Gringotts it's run or it's governed by goblins and the bank uses old-time vaults which is protected by magical spells and dragons and a few other things so you know stuff like that we, we are learning slowly but you know i think if we were if this book was written from a different point of view we would have more to the world building but yeah nine out of ten the writing um, skill level and enjoyability i give it nine out of ten for the writing because it's easy to understand you there are no um, unnecessarily big words and whatever words that is not known to us as readers it's either explained quickly um, if it's quickly and efficiently as the word is said or over time you still you learn about it so um maybe it could be a bit better i'm not sure i'm not a writer so but i don't know for me and the criteria for writing which is the skill level and enjoyability and a few other things um, I give it a 9 out of 10 now plot and conflict is there a plot does it flow what is it you know plot and conflict so I uh, for the plot and conflict I gave it a 9.5 out of 10 this book the story flowed very smoothly there's no jumping all over the place you you, when, when, um, when they're trying to make a shift in scene in the book, it's as though you, you notice because you would see something where it says um, he goes to sleep or um, the Quidditch match went off, you know, something to end one scene properly and then to start another scene but the story flows, there is conflict, there is plot twist you, there is drama, there is so much that will keep you um, grounded into this story, so 9.5 out of 10. Now you have intrigue, now does it hold your interest, yeah, 10 out of 10, and I say this because I've been reading this book for quite some time, for years, so after reading it multiple times it still holds my interest. 10 out of 10 logic does it make sense are there plot holes all right so yes the story makes sense yes what's going on makes sense you it's easy enough to understand like i said are there plot holes yes there are plot holes um let me see one of those plot holes uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'll definitely let you know of that in another time, but Yes, there are plot holes, but it still makes sense. So I gave logic 8.5 out of 10 Enjoyment? did you enjoy absolutely enjoyed it, but I still gave it a 9 out of 10 Could be a little bit more fun. You know, I don't know how to describe it. But yeah, give it a 9 out of 10. My overall rating for this using the Carpile system is 9.1 out of 10. It's just a a sum of the different criteria, and 9.1 out of 10 would put it at a 5 star rating based on a few conversion ratings that I got recently. Now, would I recommend this book? Yes, I would. Um, this book is fun. If you are, if you've already watched the movies, it may be a bit difficult for you to read the books. But I do think you should read it because you get way more information than in the movies. Um, this is a spoiler for all books and movies, but there are a few lines and. Uh, few lines and character details that were changed in the movies for the movies and um, they took away a lot of lines and uh, great moments from some characters and gave it to other characters because the directors and producers had a preference for some characters so I do recommend that you read it if you're not into reading that's fine you can continue watching the movies and I've been told recently or saw recently in the news that they're trying to do a tv series for the entire harry potter books which means i think they said they wanted to do one chapter per episode or a couple chapters per episode but either way you can continue watching movies until that series is out but it's highly recommend that you do the book read the book um yeah that's it for this week's episode of lunar book podcast that was the review or my review of harry potter and the philosopher's stone um loving the book um, and i will always reread this book so yeah that's it um thanks for listening to the lunar books podcast i'm your host daniel moon If you enjoyed this episode or if you were informed or you learned from this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and review on your listening platform. To catch all the latest from the podcast, you can follow on Instagram and TikTok. The links to everything will be in the show notes. Until our next chapter, remember the truth is a beautiful and terrible thing and should therefore be treated with great caution.